we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for July 26, 2015. Next report from, from Dave Hodges is called The People versus Barack Hussein Obama. Make this go viral. Uh, again, just more confirmation on the um, usurper slash devil in chief that we have at the head of this country. Uh, if the head is sick, the whole body, you know, and, and obviously it's went from the head down and uh, fish rots from the head down. And, you know, you can see the way it's, it's impacted the country. And I'm not talking about the Bible-believing Christian remnant, but for the most part, just the lukewarm Laodicean 501c3 corporate churchgoers and, and uh, the vast swaths of secular society in America in particular. Um, and he's a big, big reason for the continuing decay, moral decay of America. One cannot read these facts, verify them, and come away with any other belief that Obama's mission is to fundamentally destroy the United States of America. That's his mission. Total destruction of America. While he looks at you and puts on... I love it when I get a morality lesson from Satan. And every time you see this guy, he's trying to give you some type of, of morality lesson why he's in the right, why Christians are in the wrong, why the Iran deal is right, or why supporting the homosexuals is right, and why, you know, all of this, it's just always defending evil, always defending evil actions and just pure flat-out evil. And how he acts like he's on some moral high horse with this, with the moral high ground. And again, it's, it's like Satan constantly giving morality lessons, which the is just the height of, Hypocrisy doesn't even really, the word is not strong enough to describe how this devil operates. Um, review the documentation for the conclusions drawn in this article, investigate yourself, verify the facts, and then share this article with everyone you know, including your elected representatives. Obama is the right man at the right time to engineer a total communistic subversion of the United States, not merely the words of journalistic rhetoric designed to sensationalize the sentiment which has grown in opposition to the communist policies of an unpopular president. Um, in this series, the Russians are coming, which is one of his series he's been doing recently, is a direct warning which is designed to alert all Americans to the following fact. The United States is months away from a total subversion of all of its constitutional principles, its traditions, its wealth, and ultimately, the freedom and survival of millions of its citizens. Uh, which would also line up with the impending stuff we just got into, with what I read, with Jade Helm, with <laughs> looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, pretty much lines up with that, everything that we're talking about in, in previous teachings. Vladimir Lenin once uttered an ominous warning for our time. The capitalists will sell us the rope, which we will hang them. Um, by which we will hang them, essentially. Even Lenin had no idea that a devout follower of his communistic doctrines would ever become president of the United States. He thought the Soviet Union would topple America from the inside. However, it isn't a Russian communist who is destroying America, uh, but rather it's a domestic communist, Barack Hussein Obama. I wouldn't call him domestic because he's an illegal alien, essentially is what I believe. Who is, trying, who is tying the noose around the neck of all freedom-loving Americans. Obama has been surrounded by nothing but communists for all his life. From Obama's real father and porn star, Frank Marshall Davis, to the husband and wife communist terrorist team, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. Um, what is it? Tales of My Real Father? Which was the book written about Frank Marshall Davis. Um, you know, he had that autobiography, something on my father, and uh, then, uh, let me find it real quick. Okay, I just remembered it, Dreams of My Father, Obama's autobiography, we talked about that a lot. Well, Dreams of My Real Father, which is the book written about his real dad, most likely, Frank Marshall Davis, porn star, and then his mom, who was uh, 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 basically also was in pornography. Or had, took, had pornographic pictures taken of her. Um, 
that is, uh, that's what I would check into, that book. There's videos, you can go Dreams of My Real Father on YouTube, and you'll find it. You'll find it. Uh, so, Obama's real father, Frank Marshall Davis, to the husband and wife communist terrorist team of Bill Ayers and Bernie Dean Dorn from the Weatherman Underground Terrorist Organization. Obama has known nothing but Marxist communist philosophy in his formative years. Former FBI weatherman task force supervisor Max Knoll notes that the FBI utilized a CARL test, C-A-R-L test, when it conducted background checks of various suspects. The acronym CARL stands for Character, Associates, Reputation, and Loyalty, used to assess candidates' fitness to hold the highest office of the country. On each of these four points of power, Obama fails and fails miserably, meaning he is a slime bag. He is a fork-tongued serpent devil. He doesn't pass one of these tests for character, associates, meaning who you associate. The Bible says like a man is known by the, basically the friends that he keeps. Um, reputation and loyalty. He, is, he has nothing. He is pure evil. In a, in, a, in a suit and tie. He is a vessel of Satan, fitted ahead of time, fitted or prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. That's all he is. Um, so, on each of these four points, he fails and fails miserably. Like many FBI law enforcement agents and officials, Noel was alarmed by the fact that someone like Barack Obama could capture the presidency. For some unexplained reason, Obama was never vetted before he became a Kim, I mean, his, his, his birth certificate's not even vetted. And now, they're going into to Frank, uh, Sheriff Jorapayo, probably the best sheriff in, in the United States, and they've raided his office today and seized his hard drives and his records and all of this. Other, he was, and he was just, uh, again, cranking that thing up about the birth certificate. Now he gets raided. Okay, so I just wanted to try to find if there was anything more about this. A judge on Friday ordered the seizure of a... Because Arpaio was the one that spearheaded the whole examining of the birth certificate and they found all this garbage with that birth certificate that it was totally faked and not even faked well. And that the people around it in Hawaii started dropping dead and getting in plane wrecks and suddenly dying, you know. And so on Friday... Uh, the judge ordered the seizure of identification documents and computer hard drives of Sheriff Jarapayo's office and chastened his attorneys for failing to turn over the evidence, requesting, requested months ago in a racial profiling case. Again, see, they gotta, they got to play the, the race card against Arpaio because he's wanting to actually put criminals and discipline them and, and, and carry through with this type of stuff, um, probably a lot in regard to illegal aliens. And so they're coming against him for any reason. Um, U.S. District Judge Marie Snow ordered the raid after a court-ordered monitor reported the sheriff's office failed to hand over more than 1,400 identification documents, drivers, licenses, passports, identification cards as part of a misconduct investigation. Boy, yeah, see, they, they've got to discredit him. They've got to totally discredit Arpaio, obviously. Oh, I'm surprised he's not in jail yet. I really am. Or dead. Um, Arpaio's immigration smuggling squad. Now, remember, our government's doing everything on the planet to make sure these illegal aliens get through. Okay? They're, they're taking the border patrol. They're taking them off the border. They're cutting their... Um, their, their um, they're they're putting them on paid leave. They're, they're, they're cutting down on the forces. They're taking away their ammo. We don't have a fence on the border. They're pouring through. Jones just had a video up the other day, and it looks very authentic about these, these stinking illegal aliens coming over with literal bales of drugs and putting them into the back of, a, of like a, an SUV. They're, they're running, feverishly putting them back there. They're not on some, some uh, you know, camping trip on the Rio Grande River or whatever. And then they all shove them in the back, there, there's a spotter there that, that sees them, and then they all disappear back on the other side of the river, and, and the truck furiously drives away. I mean, it's up there on, on the thing. You can watch it. This, this stuff is going on. It's being let go. It's being condoned. It's all part about destroying this country. 
letting illegal aliens in, letting the drugs come in, letting the witchcraft that they, they bring in with the Santa Moarte death cult and a lot of the stuff that they bring in, the religions they bring across the border. I'm not saying they're all evil, but I'm saying a good portion of them are. Letting them do illegal things and then rewarding that evil behavior, that's all by design. So Arpaio's immigration smuggling squad and other deputies are accused of regularly pocketing items from people's during traffic stops and busts of safe houses during illegal immigrant smuggling. So see, they've got to they've got to do everything they can to discredit them, and therefore anything Joe Arpaio has uncovered is also discredited because he just cranked up another phase of this, and so then right on cue this happens, where they've got to discredit him. So it doesn't surprise me. Okay, so going back to this report, um, so Obama was never vetted before he became a candidate for the president. On so many levels, this guy was never vetted. He's not even he's not even a legal citizen much less being vetted i mean his transcripts you can't get his birth certificate you can't there's all this underhanded garbage going way way back back to 2008 when i started reporting on this devil with two legs i mean it, it's just <laughs> so you know again and, and i love getting morality lessons from a total fork tongue lying devil Every time you hear a soundbite from him, he's got some stern tone. Reminds me of the Brady Bunch when 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 Big Man Brady laid down the law. Remember, remember that? Oh, Big Mike, he's laying down the law against Bobby or Peter or one of them. He's gonna really lay. It, it reminds me of that. Oh, now it's time to take our our licking, our our spanking from from b the big man who's gonna give us the real discipline. Turns out later, Mike is a flaming homosexual and dies dies of AIDS. On the Brady Bunch. He's a flaming homo guy. And it's it's the same thing for Obama. You know, flaming, flaming homosexual. Way back from high school. Seeing the pictures of him in his, his skin-tight, green, sparkly jumpsuits that he would dress up for the older gay white men that he would help out when he was back in high school. I mean, the interviews from classmates from high school in Hawaii where they said this guy was a total leech. Well-known, flaming homosexual, total leech, most untrustworthy guy they've ever been around. A sponge, always trying to bum something off one person or another. No integrity whatsoever. And I constantly have to hear morality lessons from this very same devil, who is probably a thousand times the child of hell he was from his high school days in Hawaii. <laughs> I love it. I just can't get enough of it. You know, I'm just, that's just me though. I'm funny that way. So, um, going back to this, uh, let's see here. Um, okay. So this is an unacceptable result of our national security system and is wholly suggestive of an internal plot to allow the installation of a blatantly communist advocate into the highest political position in America. Today, many people have been in a position to now vet the president after Obama's six years of, quote, fundamentally transforming America in an incredibly horrific way. This particular series will continue to connect the dots of the secretive and nefarious communist background of barack hussein obama and a lot of this has to do with a planned russian invasion and if obama is the communist that he paints him to be that would also line up with communist ideology and them working with the russians i just don't have time to actually go over every single part of this dave hodges report i think he makes a really good point from what i've read so far uh so, going further here, but you can go up to his website and read read those reports, Dave Hodges, um, just key, keyword search for it, um, you'll find them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. This particular series will continue to connect the dots of the secret and nefarious communist background, Barack Hussein Obama and his tie, ties associations, actions, and internal belief system to a coup d'etat, which is close to capturing all of the vital elements of power in the country. Again, it's only going to take one event at this point one more linchpin event potentially to really put things over the edge comrade obama's ascension to the presidency has long been has been a long time in the making interestingly barack obama's past associates especially the communist terrorists 
which funded his Harvard illegal education and ultimately launched his political career as an Illinois state senator, namely Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, have been in lockstep with Obama his entire adult life. However, Dorn and Ayers were not the first to indoctrinate Obama with the Marxist communistic philosophy. For that information, we have to begin with Frank Marshall Davis. Obama's real father, Frank Marshall Davis, was a member of the Communist Party and a former Soviet agent who was also a porn star, who also was under FBI investigation for a total of 19 years. And one of his, his um, cohorts was Obama's, he was a black man, was, was Obama's white mother, who there's numerous pornographic pictures of her. Um, and this is, the, this is the environment, you know, Obama grew up in as far as his time in Hawaii. So, um, and let's go further here. Who was under FBI investigation for a total of 19 years? Frank Marshall Davis, his real father. In 19, I mean, and again, they do, they do do pictures. You can see side-by-side pictures of Obama and Frank Marshall Davis and then supposedly his real father, the guy from Kenya. And there, there really does look like no resemblance from the, from the guy, from his supposed dad in Kenya. Okay, so there you really can't see it, but you can absolutely one hundred percent see it with Frank Marshall Davis. I mean, it's pretty uncanny. They get into all that in Dreams of My Real Father, just so you know. Uh, in nineteen forty-eight, Davis moved from Chicago to Hawaii, leaving behind a colleague named Vernon Jarrett. Vernon Jarrett, father-in-law of senior White House advisor Valerie Jarrett. See, he's Obama has brought all these people on board. Contacts going back from his early childhood into his cabinet, which is what you would expect this devil to do. You know, I mean, it's what you, you know, these are devils that he can trust. These are devils he's maybe grown up with or known or has connections to or maybe promised favors to. I mean, it was a big favor him becoming president, so he had a lot of favors to pay back along the way. That's what this stuff is in politics nowadays. Um, one satanic hand, you know, washes the other. And then vice versa. Yes, the Jurettes are communists as well. Both Jurett and Davis wrote for a left-wing newspaper called the Chicago Defender, in which they espoused a communist takeover of the United States government. In 1971, Davis, Frank Marshall Davis, according to Joel Gilbert, who was the one that wrote Dreams of My Father, reunited with his then nine-year-old son, Barack Obama. Okay, so this was in 71. He got reunited, okay, with his son, Barack Obama, and schooled him in the ways of being a good communist for the next nine years. Adding more fuel to the communist fire is the interesting note, it's interesting to note that both senior White House advisors serving at the beginning of Obama's administration David Axelrod and Valerie Jarrett were both red diaper babies. Now, this is highly referenced, this report, as all of Dave Hodges' stuff is. Every, so much of what I'm going over, there's a reference to it where you can read a whole report on it. Red diaper babies, in which they were sons and daughters of well-to-do parents who desired communism and lived out their dreams through their children's revolutionary activities. That's what a red diaper baby is. Okay? Um, I didn't even know that term. Learn something new every day. So other notable red diaper babies also, which Obama would be a red diaper baby. Um, other uh, notable red diaper babies also include Rahm Emanuel and Eric Holder, all parts of, of Obama's administration at one time or another. Jarrett's situation and did much, much evil while they were in there. Jarrett's situation is particularly interesting and in that her family and Ayers' family have been multi-generational friends, which also included a marriage between the two families. I mean, we are talking a nest of cockroaches here that have interbred with one another, that have propagated their evil, wicked philosophy, and that have been put strategically by the Illuminati in, this, in these exact positions to do the maximum amount of evil and damage within our government. That's what we're talking about. Much of Obama's administration is a nest of communists that should serve to gravely concern every American citizen. Typically, where you find communism, it is also common to find examples of extreme perversion. Many of us, in the, why? Because they have no moral, no morals whatsoever. There is no God. The God is the state. In communism, 
So if there's no God, then doest thou will should be the whole of the whole of the law, according to Aleister Crowley, the great beast, the six 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 guy. Well, that's what communism is based on. It's godless. It's evil. It brings forth evil. There's no higher God to be accountable to. There's no God of the Bible. The God is the state. And that's why we're moving toward this um, totalitarian, communistic, uh, and, and, and why we see China and Russia, who we, you know, Russia just about owns all the U.S., and then, or China does, and then Russia with all of the troops coming in, with all the connections in with the communism, and, and now this report and this whole series that Dave has done on the Russians invading us, it's all communistic states that are going to be unleashed on America to most likely destroy it. Just like when God would use a pagan foreign nation to judge and to destroy a nation that had gotten out of God's will, like in the Old Testament. It's probably going to be the same thing. It's looking like to me. I mean, it's it's all just like a billboard pointing the way that this is most likely going to play out. Uh, let's go further here. So you, you find examples of extreme perversion, typically, where you find communism. Continuing forward, many... Of us in the U.S. media are aware that Andrew Breibart was preparing to reveal, among many things, the bizarre sexual proclivities of the current president. Now, I've got into this in the past, okay? You know, all those those uh, guys at his former church that he was having sexual relations with, and they're, like, either dead or you don't hear from them anymore. You know, the fact that, you know, that there was a Chicago gay bathhouse that had a name, a, a room named after him. I'm not even going to say the name of the room. It's disgusting. Um, the, the, it was well, well known when he was a state senator. But, you know, he had to kind of move away from that, at least public stuff he was doing. All the people that have caught him in, like, literally at public engagements, having gay sex with other guys. Oh, I mean, it goes on and on and on. Okay. I, I and again I believe Michelle's Michael. I mean there's that video that's pretty hard to refute and the fact that all the pictures that have come out where <laughs> there's a lot of things that can't be explained put it that way when he's wearing a dress in particular. Um <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I'm I hold back on that I don't even get into about that. You can do the research yourself on that. We literally I do believe have a flaming flaming homosexual deviant perverted devil in the white house married to a transgendered man posing as the first lady this is how wick sick and twisted this country has become and there's no, been no president ever where we've had more advancement of, of gay rights and and that since you know they, they put the, the rainbow colors up on the front of the white house the other day when they approved gay marriage you know so oh unbelievable uh, so let's go further here. Um, so Andrew Beibart was preparing to reveal, among many things, the bizarre sexual proclivities of the current president before his mysterious and bizarre death on the eve of what Breibart said would be the biggest revela revela revelation of his journalistic career. He should have never, ever, ever let out wind, uh, uh, got wind anywhere that he was going to do this. I would have never let this get out in any way shape or form what i would have done if i was him i would have concealed the information compiled the information and at a at the same exact time done an internet and mail blast in conjunction so that if it was headed off at the pass of the internet you'd still have a, a snail mail way of doing it to multiple alternative news sites across the globe at once without any prior notice. That's the way this could have been done where he may have not have been killed. Because if they would have killed him um, after the information got out, well, it'd be like, okay, well, that's obvious. They're killing him because of what he did. 
having the information out there would have actually protected him, I believe, because it would have been such a huge story report that if he were to have died right then, it would have even turned him into in this into a way bigger. Even if the mi mainstream media was trying to downplay it, if enough alternative news sites got this simultaneously, I think he did it the wrong way. He should. I remember all this, and it was all this big, and he, I'm like, oh boy, you should have done this. You should have just released the information and then get to an underground bunker or something. Let the fur fly, you know. But see, I don't think he was a Christian and he couldn't really, not saying that God couldn't protect him, but, you know, obviously I think that's such a huge issue. If you don't have God's protection, you're so, you know, you're so open to the satanic system, you know, annihilating you. And this is what happened to him. So, um... Before Barack Obama was known to the American people, he was known by many in Chicago who were active in the uh, gay scene. Um, that's that this young, yup, young and up-and-coming neighborhood organizer was a political force to be reckoned with. But he had deep, dark secrets that, if known, would would have derailed his political career, according to Dr. Jerome Corsi's work. And he's just one of the many that have reported on this. Obama was frequenting bathhouses, gay bathhouses, which is where all manner of just beyond wickedness that I can't even repeat takes place with gay men having just multiple gay male partners doing the most perverted things you could ever not even imagine, wouldn't even want you to try to. And that's what goes on in these bathhouses. Okay? And that was developing, he was developing a reputation for a man who, who frequently got around in a really sodomistic way. The bathhouse that Obama was most frequently visited was called Man's Country. This is where they named that room after him there, after he became president. This is what we know today, and I believe this is why Breibart was murdered, and why Breibart's coroner took arsenic as well as, um, his coroner even took arsenic, as well as why one of the witnesses to Breibart's death has disappeared and was never heard from again. Oh, imagine that. I wonder what happened there. But this is the type of rogue, evil government we have. In the case of Like Father, Like Son, Frank Marshall Davis wrote a bio biographical novel called Sex Rebel about having sex with children and engaging in other forms of bizarre sexual activity. So this was his daddy. Porn star daddy, pedophile, having sex with children and engaging in other forms of bizarre sexual activity. So in this case, obviously the apple hasn't fallen too far from the tree. If Breibart were alive today, he would surely be saying that the fruit does not fall far from the tree. Um, Obama appointed Kevin Jennings to the position of safe school czar. Kevin Jennings is a self-admitted supporter and admirer of Harry Hay. This is all referenced, this report, so these are all referenced things that we're talking about here who Henry Hay is a communistic party leader, a known sexual pervert, and an avowed supporter and member, card-carrying member of the North American Man-Boy Love Association, also known as NAMBLA, which I've talked about many times in the show. Just key in NAMBLA, N-A-M-B-L-A, NAMBLA, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you'll find out about where I've, I've exposed this group of satanically hell-bound devils. North American... Man-Boy Love Association. I am not making this stuff up. NAMBLA's moniker is Sex Before Eight or It's Too Late. That's their moniker. That's their motto. Okay, the fact that this devil demon organization is even allowed to exist on planet Earth, that they even have a right, they should all be thrown in prison bare minimum. The fact that they're admitting essentially to molesting boys little boys, which they all are. I mean, if you're a member of this, don't tell me you haven't done it or are on the verge of doing it. They should all be in jail, but they should all really be dead. As far as I'm concerned, you forfeited your right to live. Jesus Christ said it's better a millstone were hung about their neck and they be cast into the sea than they offend one of these little ones that believeth on me. It had been better that they had never been born. If they had never been born then they wouldn't have to adore hell in the lake of fire for eternity. They'd just never been born, in other words. It would have been much better. 
It is the most perverted organization in the country, and our Obama-appointed safe school czar, Kevin Jennings, is a friends with a practicing member of this illegal perversion who is also an avowed communist, and nobody in the mainstream media blinks an eye about this. Listen, they, they, they're all at that level, pretty much into that. Defiling little children. What's most near and dear to Satan's heart, if the truth be known. Not only did they, did they defile them, but they kill them afterwards so there's no witnesses, and then they drink their blood in their satanic Luciferian ceremonies. That's how it typically goes down. That's what type of, of, of slime bags, vessels of Satan, are in high political office, in the Illuminati, are running the country. This is the type of headship that exists in many of the also the big time ministries that, that exist out there. Absolutely. Luciferians and Satanists prom promulgate that because there's no, there's no greater, greater way to deceive Christians than to be at the head of a huge ministry. Where you're, reaching, where you're reaching tons of people and also getting their money because they're always going to cry poor mouth. Send your donation in today and get this free shamrock prayer cloth. You know? So as if that Jennings-Hay controversy wasn't enough, Obama appointed Amanda Simpson, a self-described first transgender appointee to the federal government, Simpson is presently a senior technical advisor to the Commerce Department. In her slash his spare time, Simpson is a member of the board of the National Center for Transgendered Equity. Spawned straight from the pit of hell. The it's also known as NCTE. NCTE is bankrolled by the Open Society Institute of Globalist George Soros. And the NCTE received $50,000 from the Open Society Institute in 2007. And Soros donated uh, another $70,000 to the Transgender Law Center in San Francisco the same year. Soros is well known for his efforts in undermining the family in accordance with Agenda 21, which we've discussed a lot lately. Key in Agenda 21 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com to know more. And of also which Soros is a disciple of Agenda 21. In effect, we have a president and the, the, the place in America where Agenda 21 is being implemented in the most aggressive way right now, when you look at California, you look at Oregon and Washington, that's where they're really, really, really doubling down on this. They're beta testing as much as they can get away with out there because they're the, the most liberal populations in America and, and you can typically get away, a lot, away with a lot more in a very liberal society where morality has decayed to a much greater degree and you know they become apathetic they 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 become a cheering section for evil so they're not going to really you know resist evil because they're part of that team by and large so uh in effect we have a president who appoints people dedicated to the destruction of the american family and traditional american values like father like son both espouse the perversions of communism and practice sexual perversion uh, following the nine years of mentoring and parenting by Frank Davis, Obama made some very important communistic connections, which ultimately led him to obtaining an impressive college education financed by some very familiar communist activists, namely Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. You remember Bill and Bernadine, don't you? Here's a picture of uh, Bill Ayers the, in this cocky devil mugshot of his. This is... Um, the Prairie Fire book was co-authored by Dorn and Ayers, and quite unbelievably, it was dedicated to Sirhan Sirhan, Robert Kennedy's assassin. Former FBI informant, while appearing on the Common Sense show, Larry Grathwall, revealed that he testified in court of law that Ayers and Dorn had direct involvement in a terroristic plot which killed San Francisco Police Sergeant Brian V. McDonald by a bomb made and planted by these Weatherman underground terrorists. Now, normally, if you do something like this against a cop and you kill them, usually if, if you're in any kind of um, place where there's the death penalty, it is a death penalty. You kill a cop, okay? This was obviously premeditated. It was a terrorist bomb plot. It killed a San Francisco police department. But, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. It doesn't look like anything really happened to him. 
Grafwall also revealed that he asked Ayers in a meeting of 25 well-to-do weathermen. This is Grafwall had infiltrated their organization, okay? And this is how he got this information. This is how he testified in court against them. Grafwall also revealed that he asked Ayers in a meeting of about 25 well-to-do weathermen, most, most with, with advanced degrees from Ivy League universities. See, the Ivy League colleges is, is a breeding ground for a lot of this communistic, pro-homosexual, pro-abortion, pro-liberal activity. Ivy League colleges spawn a lot of the, the most wicked, evil devils on the planet. Proven fact. I mean, you look at, you look at Bush. You look at Bush and Kerry and uh, the, the Bushes, all of them. They're all skull and bonesers from Yale. Okay. And Harvard spawned Obama and a lot. I mean, there's, they're, they're evil. Okay. Most of what is being taught there, or much of what is being taught there, you know, is um, a breeding ground for this type of behavior, unfortunately. But it's considered the gold standard for college educations in America. Okay? So, Grathwall also revealed that he asked heirs in a meeting of 25 well-to-do weathermen, most with advanced degrees from Ivy League universities. These people have tons of money to back their evil um, agendas. Okay? He asked them, what the weathermen plan to do when they achieve their goal of a communistic takeover of the government. So this has been going on for a long, long time. Grathwall stated that Ayers paused for a moment, and then he said that it was likely that about 50 million Americans will have to be re-educated in concentration camps located in the American Southwest, and that about 25 million would have to be killed, meaning they would have to be murdered. That's their plan. That's Obama's plan. That's the ultimate goal of these devils. There's no, there is no room in the coming New World Order, in the coming communistic takeover of America, there is no room for Christians, for pro-lifers, for pro-liberty, for pro-anything good, pro-Second Amendment, any kind of veteran that is, that is good, and I don't mean a veteran that's you know still working for the government on the side in doing evil things. I'm talking about veterans that are good. There's no room for that behavior. They all have to be eliminated. And then the uh, the ones that are on the let's let's say on the uh, oh I don't know whatever. They'll have to be reeducated in concentration camps. The ones that they think they can be re rehabilitated. I don't. I think their game plans change. I think that according to the Georgia Guidestones, if they have to reduce world population to 500 million, they're not going to bother. I mean, they're going to reeducate some, but I think they would rather kill them. They're viewing them as sacrifices to Satan. They're viewing them as a mass sacrifice to Satan. And every sacrifice, they gain more power. They please their master Satan more. So I think they would rather not go through the trouble with re-educating 50 million. I think they'd rather kill 50 million at least. Well, you look at those statistics that I've cited. Like Deagle.com. <laughs> it's like, you know, 80% reduction of world population by 2025? In America? And America's the only, the only country like that? Massive. So it goes from like 270 million to like I forget the things. I don't know, 18 million or something. Massive population reduction targeted in America. Could that line up with the prophecy that I read earlier? With all the other handwriting we see on the wall? You know. Anyway, let's go further. Bill and Bernadine's Weather Underground had the support of Cuba, East Germany, intelligence and north vietnamese i believe that i mean just pure evil i believe that if obama is able to stay in power with something like martial law and with the power granted to him by the ndaa and all of the other executive orders that are already in place that he will fulfill heirs promise to graft wall to murder at least 25 million americans who cannot be quote re-educated that's going to be bare minimum during the vietnam war that's their plan i'm not saying god god might not have different plans i'm just saying that's their plan during the Vietnam era, Ayers championed black civil rights, and he and Dorn 
further chastened white society for their treatment of blacks. Hmm. Grathwall also revealed that Ayers supported the beginning of a race war of blacks against whites. While Grathwall, are we seeing that today? Any play out? Are we seeing that at all? We're going to talk about that a little bit more later. Um, while Grathwall was infiltrating the weathermen, Ayers ordered FBI infiltrator Grathwall to blow up a Detroit police substation in which Grathwall said that a nearby restaurant where many blacks ate would suffer many casualties. Blame it on the white person. Whole bunch of blacks die, just like in Charleston. Okay, then we get our race war started. You've already got the 39 to 1 ratio of black male demographic, the 15 to age 35, on white crime in America that's totally suppressed, that isn't talked about in the media at all. You don't even hear about it, hardly. But if there's any white on black crime, it is front page for weeks. Even if it's a mind control slave that was triggered, who had staged pictures of him in Confederate flags, you demonize the Confederate flag, you dig up the Confederate war generals and even their wives, you, er you erase every vestige of Southern Confederate heritage in America, like that's going to make everything better. And I want to do a whole study on what the Confederate flag actually stands for. And I'm going to try to get to it. It's just that other information keeps pushing that back. But when you see that, I know Chuck Baldwin came out with a really good report on it. And Pastor Weaver came out with an amazing audio on it. And he knows more than anybody. When you see what it actually stands for. And how it's been so distorted. And, and just everything that is being portrayed in the mainstream media is a gigantic, total, stinking lie is what it ends up boiling down to. I don't even want to get into it more than that right now, but <laughs> this race war has been playing for a long time. Okay, And they're doing everything they can do to incite it on both sides of, of, the, of the aisle. They're, they're triggering their mind control slaves. They're, and, and then some of these may actually be disgruntled white dudes that have had enough. That, that, that have, have just, maybe they're just whatever. So I'm not saying none of it could be a genuine racist white guy. I'm not saying that. But it sure does fit their agenda to start a race war, is what I'm seeing. So, um, Ayers replied that some would have to die for a revolution to proceed, meaning in this case the, the blacks they would blow up in this restaurant. Ayers and Dorn raised a son. Chesa Bowden, who worked for Hugo Chavez, communist dictator in charge of Venezuela. Chesa Bowden was the child of Kathy Bowden and David Gilbert. Remember, they raised, the heirs and Dorn raised a son, but it wasn't their son. It was the child of Kathy Bowden and David Gilbert, members of the Weather Underground spinoff group who went to prison for an armored car robbery that resulted in the murders of two police officers and a security guard. I mean, these people, all they're capable of is pure evil. And this is what spawned Obama. Dorn served seven months for her role in the robbery, and this is the reason that she is eligible to become a bar certified as an attorney. Is anyone else uncomfortable with the fact that Ayers and Dorn were the ones primarily responsible for educating Obama with the communistic funds and then subsequently launched his political career from their living room? Well, it is true, and please read on. Then we have Alan Holton, a 39-year veteran of the postal service provided a sworn affidavit to maricopa county arizona oh sheriff Joe joseph arpaio oh didn't we just mention him that they're going in there trying to demonize him and take all his records and oh yeah same guy alan holton 39 year veteran of the postal service provided a sworn affidavit to Maricopa, Arizona sheriff investigators led by joe, joe arpaio in an effort toward determining whether or not Former foreign college student Barack Obama is eligible to be placed on Arizona's 2012 election ballot. After reviewing Holton's affidavit, it is apparent that Ayers and Dorn were in fact the de facto adoptive parents to this foreign student, Obama, uh, destined to become the first illegitimate president of the United States of America. See, Arpaio's getting way, way too close. So he's got to be shut down. But if they were to just flat out kill him, then it would turn him into a martyr, and then it would all the more bolster all of the research he's been doing. So they would rather discredit him than kill him. They'd rather kill him, but 
discrediting him is is the most prudent satanic path for them. As a result, Obama was treated to the finest Ivy League education that communist-backed money could buy, as Holton maintains that Ayers told him that he was financing the education of a promising foreign student at Harvard. Holton also testified that he met Obama while at the Ayers' home, and he asked Obama what he was going to do with his education. Now, this is this 39-year veteran of the Postal Service. He, he asked Obama what he was going to do with his education when he met him at Ayers' home, to which Obama politely answered, I'm going to become president. He already knew ahead of time. All of this stuff is planned out ahead of time, with people becoming these presidents. Okay, Readers should take note that this is an affidavit, and, it, and as such is formally considered to be evidence and not conjecture or hearsay. There can be no other conclusion that the communist terrorist Bill Ayers began grooming Obama to become the first American first communistic president during Obama's college years. Their relationship continues into this present time, as it is on record that Ayers visited the White House in August of 2009. Okay, so this stuff has never stopped. He still has all of these same connections. He's just probably more low-key about it about how he goes about it now. We are also know that Obama's communist affiliations continued well into his adulthood because of the good work of Joel Gilbert, who wrote Dreams of My Real Father, who discovered that Obama was active with the Weatherman Underground. The May 19th Communistic Organization in New York supported and endorsed Obama's candidacy. Perhaps this is why Ayers was visiting the White House. Frank Chapman, a communist act activist and member of the terrorist front group known as World Peace Council, Chapman clearly used the term mole to describe Obama. He said Obama's political climb and subsequent success in the 2008 Democratic presidential primaries was a dialectical leap, ushering in a qualitative new era of struggle. Chapman further stated that Marx, Karl Marx, once compared revolutionary struggle with the work of the mole, who sometimes burrows so far beneath the ground that he leaves no trace of his movement on the surface. This old revolutionary, quote, mole not only not only showing his traces on the surface but also breaking through the communistic party in the united states backs obama to the hilt it is clear that obama is their man america is at a serious crossroads the united states is preparing to go to war with iran and its allies china and russia well at least on on the surface in a last ditch effort to save the petrodollar scheme now, that, that may be very well true uh, even though we're yoked up with China and Russia in a lot of different ways, like we've said. So who knows how it's all going to ultimately play out, but it's it's a big, nasty nest of evil is what we're looking at here. Um, but they're going to do this in a last-ditch effort to save the petrodollar as opposed to letting China and Russia buy Iranian oil and gold. If America loses this struggle, the dollar will collapse. Now, this is Dave Hodge's opinion. Uh, America's economy is in shambles, and the country can ill afford being purposely run into the ground by a series of red diaper babies bent on the communist takeover of this country. There can be no doubt about it. Barack Obama is a traitor to this country. He is the accumulation of a multi-generational communistic plot to install a communist dictator who would weaken this country to the point that it is very vulnerable to an outside Russian attack in China. Uh, our first line of defense is to warn everyone who will listen as to what we are up against as the light of day is the best disinfectant. The American people have been conquered and we perhaps have a small window of time in which to reverse the damage done by Comrade Obama. Many think it's too late though. Uh, so then we go through all of the 27 references to this report that you can, you can look at there to, uh, to go over if you would like. Okay, so continuing on, then we have this report. Iran's Supreme Leader tweets picture of Obama committing suicide. This is the number one report on Drudge all yesterday. And I think even into today, just about. Um, here's a picture. It's an image. And it shows, basically it's a dark image. And you don't see Obama's face, but you can tell it's him. He's wearing... Wearing an American flag, which would be very uncharacteristic, and he's getting ready to to um uh it's a nice way of saying it. He's got a gun to his head. He's getting ready to commit suicide. Okay, and it says in in the middle, you see him off to the side. You see an American flag on the left, and him off to the off to the right, getting ready to commit suicide. And then in the middle, it says, "This is from Iran. If we welcome 
we welcome no war, nor do we initiate any war. What a lie from the pit of hell. All these fork-tongued devils can do is lie. Um, but if any war happens, the one who will emerge loser will be the aggressive and criminal U.S. That was from the Ayatollah Khomeini, 7-18-2015. So they're actually tweeting these really, really professional, highly done ads out now. Now, this is right after we gave them every single thing they could have possibly wanted in the Iranian deal. How do they reward us? This is how Islam always rewards. They'll either, if you give them more land, they just move the rockets in closer. Israel's discovered this over and over again so they can get a better bead on their target. And they don't care if they kill women and children. They don't, that's, that's fine with them. As long as they're killing Jews, as long as they're killing supposed infidels, that's how, that's how Islam operates. You try to fire back, they'll make sure there's as many little kids and, and as possible where you're firing back at. They'll literally put the little kids around the rockets that they're firing so that when you fire back, you kill a whole bunch of little kids. That's how Islam operates. They rape little children. They blow up little children. They have no, no um, natural affection for their children whatsoever. They're, everything about that religion is perverted beyond belief. I, I watched a documentary the other day on um, Pakistan and on all of the child rape that goes on there. And um, of little boys... Okay, because little girls, they, they view women as so, as so worthless in that society that they're not even worthy of rape. They would rather go take a little boy who's like a street, street child on the streets with no family at all, and they will corral them, they will try to many times entice them, they will try, and these are, these are, are children that have nothing. Sometimes they're out there actually, what they'll do is they'll go out there and gather uh, plastic to try to sell to the recycler at the end of the day just to eke out some type of tiny living. And they rape the little boys, and, and a lot of times they're just for, they, they're, they're forced on, and, and sometimes they give them money, sometimes they get them hooked on heroin at very, very early ages so that they keep coming back for more so that, so that they can be raped over and over again. But this is common, common practice in Afghanistan. It's a gigantically huge problem that just happens all the time and, and the rapists that are doing this the Muslim rapists that are doing this see nothing wrong with it whatsoever it, they were interviewing him they're like oh well you know there was this little boy and we were, he was being gang raped and they were passing him around what could I do I'm like you sick sick evil perverted twisted hellbound devils it's just unbelievable how sick society can degenerate into then you have the dancing boys of afghanistan which is right next door pakistan and how they dress them up like little girls and how they, and then you know i've told you about all that before bbc documentary there this was another documentary i don't think it was bbc it was uh, i think it was vice doing it you have to be careful with vice there's usually a lot of cussing sometimes 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 not sometimes a lot you got to really kind of glean on that one um but yeah yeah hey and I love it when I get morality lessons from them, of all people. Don't you love that? Like, they're so much better, and, and we're dogged infidels that, you know, are unclean, and oh, they don't eat, they don't eat pig, and they don't do this, and they don't, so they're so much better than the infidels. And we all deserve to die because we're unclean. But it's okay for them to do all of their unbelievably over-the-top pedophilic wicked garbage on a daily basis and that's just some of what they do not including beheading christians and generally mutilating their little girls and you know raping women and selling them off as sex slaves and treating them like garbage and you know that's fine you know <laughs> so obama's peace partner tweeted out a picture today of barack obama committing suicide what the caption reads we welcome no war, nor do we initiate war, but if any war happens, the one who will emerge loser will be the aggressive and criminal U.S. And here's a picture of Khomeini. Uh, I guess he's got a Kalashnikov beside him, the uh, rifle. Um, last week, Khomeini spoke to the Iranian nation about the nuclear deal with a Kalashnikov in his hand. So again, we in America are rewarded by giving them every possible concession they could possibly want in this Iranian deal. Clear path to make the nuclear bomb and billions of dollars to build it. And subsidies okay we've given all this money to satan 
And they reward us by chanting death to America in the streets, saying that if anything happens to them, they will um, bomb the White House, like within an hour. And then now this comes out. I mean, you talk about, you know, being ungrateful. <laughs> Just shows how evil these people are. By and large, by and large. I don't want to condemn every person I ran, but by and large, it's a very, very wicked, evil place. Comments about this report read, some comments read, this one, uh, his name is Stranger in a Strange Land, in his narcissism, Obama has deluded himself into thinking Iran loves him. They don't. They detest him. See, this is why I don't believe Obama could ever be the Antichrist. One of the many. If you look at a biblical study on why Obama cannot be the Antichrist, and I've done that before, key and Obama, or key and Antichrist, you'll see about four parts where I went into why biblically Obama cannot be the Antichrist. Okay? I don't care about people's opinions oh his name's brock and that means he's fallen from the sky and behold i've beheld satan falling from lightning and that word translates brock okay fine whatever i don't care about that i care about what are the biblical what are the biblical parameters that a person would have to be to be antichrist well if he comes as the awaited savior of these different religions how is that ever going to work out in Islam? They hate his guts. Even though he's given them everything they wanted, he hates, they hate his guts. The Jews hate his guts. How is he going to pull that off? I'm your savior now. Okay, where are the lying signs and wonders and miracles? I think that would have kind of started to get cranked up by now if he was like the, the real antichrist. I don't see any of that. Oh yeah, people go to his things and faint sometimes and they feel like they beheld deity and the one guy got to shiver up his leg. Whatever. I'm talking about real signs, line signs and wonders. Like the Bible says the false prophet and antichrist are going to bring to the world on a mass stage. Obama's too hated. He's been too discredited. He's a forked tongue lying devil. There's no religious aspect of him that would appeal to becoming the awaited savior. He's a he's a he's an atheistic communist in 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 action in word thought and deed. He can call himself a Christian all day long. That doesn't matter. You look at his actions. There's no religious aspect of this guy other than evil. He's hated universally by a large sect of the planet. Anyway, um, he has tossed our allies under the bus in an attempt to please these barbarians. These freaks of nature in Iran have been emboldened by Obama's complicity with terror. Obama's USA is now allied with the Stone Age theocracy that places women and minorities into a lesser status than that of farm animals. Well, also Christians. The fact that these people hate us more than ever is irrelevant to Obama. How long before Obama issues an executive order that follows Iran's practices and dictates that, should, that women should be stoned to death for allowing themselves to be raped? Yeah, good point. Welcome to Sharia law in America. Courtesy of Barack Hussein Obama. Impeach Obama before he gets us all killed. Another comment read, and I kind of like to read these comments more and more because it's kind of like you're getting, you're kind of getting the pulse of America a little bit. I'm telling you, as I'm reading these reports and I'm going, it's not liberals that are really commenting on this stuff very much. When it gets this flagrant and this in your face, I think the liberals kind of just kind of draw back a little bit a lot of times. Yeah, you'll see some people up there. But the vast majority of conservatives up there just railing against him, this administration, and all of the evil that they're seeing. Which I think is good. You know, because people are getting their eyes opened. Um, next, next comment read, This shows how primitive the Muslims are and how clueless Obama is. Um, they both want the same thing, the destruction of the U.S. and Israel, yet they just cannot, yet they just cannot help themselves. And again, that kind of goes in line with the report we just read about Obama's main goal, the reason he's been put here, is the total eradication and destruction of America, lock, stock, and barrel, particularly it's any moral vestiges that were left. He is the final coffin nail in the coffin labeled USA. You know, or he's putting the final coffin nails in it. Next comment said, Obama is not clueless. He is pure evil. Look at his eyes. He is full of Satan. 
these are just these are just people commenting about the report. This is I mean I didn't like go and I'm just more and more I'm looking at the comments to see what are the people saying about this. What 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 is the kind of try, trying to take the 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 the, uh, the moral temperature of things. Uh, the next comment. Obama is a traitor and should be put under arrest now. Now, that went on and on and on and on with those comments. So that, that in and of itself, I think, is a good thing. Um, okay, I'm just, let me just read this real quick, and then we will go to the part four. Um, next report, Iran hits at Kerry's empty threats. Iran, here's Iran's foreign minister, Javid Zarif. Iran hit... Iran hit out Friday against the U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry, accusing him of threatening military action against Iran if it fails to respect respect a historic nuclear deal sealed on July 14th. I mean, they just signed the deal, and now they're already saying, don't you dare expect us to honor any of this, basically. Because <laughs> we're fork-tongue line maggots from the pits of hell, and we're not going to honor anything. And if you threaten us in any way, shape, or form, we're going to annihilate you. <laughs> I mean, wow. Talk about ungrateful. Unfortunately, the U.S. Secretary of State once again talked about the rotten rope of the ability of the U.S. for using military force, said Iranian Foreign Minister Mohab Javid Zarif in a statement. We're, we're, we're being viewed more and more and more as a joke on a world scene. Zarif decried what he calls the uselessness of such empty threats against the nation of Iran and the resistance of the nation of Iran and said such remarks should be consigned to the last century. They really believe that we're afraid of them, and that we're powerless to do anything against them, so we better just give them all that they want, because they have the Imam Mahdi, who's going to be coming real soon, to kill the infidels. So we're all quaking in our boots over big bad Iran. And then you have Obama and Kerry capitulating and feeding into that. Well, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. And when you fall, Iran, in Islam, you are going to fall really, really hard. You have death and hell to look forward to unless you get saved. And collectively, Islam is not going to get saved. But individually, I do believe people will get saved within Islam. And I do pray for that to happen. That's all I have for part three. Let's go to part four next. God bless you.